Hey, you walk into the sun the same. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kay. We're happy to be with you this morning. We continue to talk about ways in which we can live our lives better. Yeah, it says be the way of the world. What's that look like? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's what I was searching for. You know, the Ten Commandments, it's like, there were, it's real easy to dismiss those. Like, okay, I didn't steal today, I didn't commit adultery, I didn't kill anybody. So how do I live? <laughs> Yeah. Day to day, like, and change things. So today we're looking at see that no one repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Mm. Oh, not just some people. Gosh, that's not just people that think the way you do. Mm. Not just people you agree with, but to everyone. You know, the all inclusiveness of Jesus can be a little annoying. Sometimes. Like, uh, yes. Can I just have one target? <laughs> How many millions of things of people do you have? Can I have one target? I know. I know. <laughs> I remember we were somewhere and um, my husband said, wow. He looked out. He was like, Jesus died for all of these people. <laughs> and like, he wasn't saying it in like a condescending way. It was more like an all like, wow. So I really have some work to do, like, you know, in my heart. It's like, okay, this is my reminder, and wow, you know. So we are called to do good to everyone and not repay evil for evil. And, you know, I mean, how many times have you said to your kids, treat others the way you want to be treated? Mm. I mean, if I had, a, you know, some money for every time I'd said that, I could do 20 wells in Africa. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like the whole country would be drinking water. Um, and, and you may not say this as often as I do, but my question is like, how do we live that out? Mm-hmm. And how do we live it out? Yeah. How do we live out doing good to, one, to everyone, to one another, and to everyone you know, it's hard because it's countercultural. Oh, yes. Um, you know, in this world, uh, you, it's an eye for an eye. It's an eye for two eyes. <laughs> two eyes for one eye. Whatever. You know, yeah. and I think we're always trying to one-up somebody. Um, and we're always trying to make sure that our way is known, that our side is known, mm-hmm. that um, we're right. So let's make sure everybody knows that we're right kind of thing. And let's shove it down everybody else's throat. Loudly, please. Yes, loudly. Can we get a, can we get a megaphone for that? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's easy to say these words to our children and to read them and be like, yeah, I'll be nice to people. But it's another thing when somebody drives by you on the belt line and raises up their your number one finger, which doesn't really mean you're number one. That's just what I told my kids when they were younger. Uh, <laughs> when when that person would drive by, and, you know, or when someone has wronged your kids in a certain situation, it's hard to turn the other cheek. It's just altogether different when we have to harness our own anger and do good back to those who have harmed us or maybe not even harmed us but made us angry or who don't do things the way we think they should do them. Yeah, you know, um, I only half-jokingly say that we know that I have Jesus because I've not killed anybody yet. Right. Um... And I am fine if people come against me. Your work, I, like I've been through a lot in life. Your words right. don't hurt me. The things you say, whatever. How, 
have fun. If that right. makes you feel good, if that makes you sleep good at night to have that conversation with somebody, my side doesn't need to be heard. That's between me and God. I'm not worried about it, right? Um, but when it comes to my kids, mm. that's some fighting right there. Mm-hmm. Like, or even my people, like, yeah. you know, my close people in my life, mm-hmm. my yeah. friends. Yeah, I had an experience last week where um, somebody was attacking some of my people. <laughs> and I I was surprised. I came out fighting like a bull, man. Mm-hmm. If my husband, God bless him, was not in the room, it would have it turned out ugly. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is a muscle, I, I will freely admit, that this is a muscle that constantly needs exercising. In my in my life in my heart um, and words are the evil that I deal with the most often mm-hmm. you know choosing my words wisely um, not only that but how I deal with the words that others use towards me and how I respond to that and sometimes um, even more than not just what they say to my face mm-hmm. or those but the ones that I find out that have been said behind my back because when you find out, and you don't always, I'm sure there's a lot more I don't know about that the Lord protects me from, right. but every now and then, I find out, you know, as whatever would have it, what someone has said about me behind my back. And it's hurtful, you know, it, depend, it, it can be more hurtful depending on who, who says it. Um, and who knows? I mean, they're having a bad day. I'm not, you know, I'm trying not to judge, but it is hard to throw a lasso around that anger and resentment um, and sort of put that to bed in my heart and my mind. And I have noticed over the years, as I mentioned before, that it's certainly easier for, it's I'm quicker to get past those things. And um, because of the Lord and my, how my relationship has grown with him, because it's, it's his power and not mine. But what I've started doing is something tangible, like I will reach out to that person and write them a card, or I will send them an email or a text or go out of my way to say hello to them in the store. And it's not out of being fake, but it is out of putting that to bed in my own heart, that resentment and anger, because I don't want, as we talked about last week, for that seed of resentment and anger and disappointment to grow in my heart. And so those actions that I take help me to put that to bed and rip that seed out and toss it aside so it doesn't grow and fester. I love how you said you'd like reach out to them. I would reach out to smack them. <laughs> well, that's what I want to do. That's <laughs> how we know Jesus is in the picture. <laughs> right? Like, come here. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> um, but I, I personally have to like distance myself for a little bit because mm-hmm. my anger hangs on a little longer. Yeah. Um, and I'm a little physical, right? Like, and that's okay. I think you know that about yourself. You've, I mean, right. we have to know ourselves. And so you uh, put up good boundaries. Right. And so. I mean, I haven't <laughs> smacked anyone in a very long time, but I've wanted to I smack someone just about every day of my life. Um, please do not hear me wrong when I say um, that, you know, I reach out to do something nice. Because trust me, at first, I want to smack them right. as well. <laughs> you know, maybe um, even writing out, a draft email 
mm. would also help get through some of those emotions because yeah, but then you might actually press send so maybe just write it on paper and burn it right just don't um just don't put the recipients in there, there you go there you go i only have one instance where an email went wrong and i was like ooh, Woo. that's gonna be fun to reconcile <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> um and i i think uh somewhere it says do not um sin in your anger right right and you can be angry yep but do not sin in your anger. That is right. Yeah, and, and I do like to think, you know, in hearing what you're saying, people's words hurt so much, I like to ask my children when they've been hurt by friends or even siblings, you know, well, what did they say? Is what they said true? Mm-hmm. Right. Then who looks like the idiot for saying that, right? Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just taking all that in consideration. Um, it's hard though, especially when you have people that are in charge of you, oh, that are supposed to take authority care of you. over you, or right, yeah, and they're doing the hurtful things. Mm. But all I can say about that situation, my friends, is that whatever wrath you think you have, and I tend to think that I have a pretty strong wrath. At least I used to act on that. Um, it is nothing in comparison to what God will do. He's so much more creative. So much more creative. Read the Bible. Yeah. I mean, hemorrhoids, <laughs> plagues, um, bear, mauling of bears for a bunch of group of bullies. I mean, look that up. That's real. Man, when I first read that Bible story, I was like, oh, whoa. Somebody backed that story up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you have to remember that when you repeat anger with anger, it's done at this point. Right? But if you allow God to handle that... He will handle it, and probably the person's going to be a better person at the end for that. Mm. Where I'm just mm-hmm. going to handle it, and you're going to feel real bad about yourself. <laughs> right. God does it in a way where he not only corrects you, but he encourages you to grow in the right direction. So there's always a great lesson to go with it. You know, I've seen a lot recently online. Um, not on Facebook, y'all. Not on Facebook. Um Lucky I'm still on Instagram. But anyway, I've seen a lot where people are so angry that they're saying things like, if you believe this, then don't follow me. If you believe that, then unfollow me. If you believe this, I don't want you in my life. And I'm like, wow, that is a lot of anger. Instead of, you know, lovingly educating Mm -hmm. people or sharing your opinion, you're turning people away. So in what way are you going to encourage, educate, inform others by, with a platform like that? Mm. Where it's like, if you don't agree with me, just unfollow me because you ain't worthy of my time. Right. Um, that's really not going to get you anywhere. And how are you going to make an effective change in the world? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so it really goes, it really goes back to this, I think. You know, we have to think things through before we just lash out evil for evil. And and it is your opinion, after all. You know, uh, one wise person said, they're like buttholes. Everybody has one. <laughs> I love it. I went ahead and made that appropriate by not using the actual word I want to use. Oh, yeah, okay. So kids can listen along. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> it's a compound word if you're doing, like, English at home. <laughs> There you go for you homeschooling moms. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Well, I think, you know, it's cool here. <laughs> Melissa's going to fall out of her chair laughing so hard. I think she got just got away with herself. Um, I think if we're all honest, it is truly, and if I'm being honest, it is God's power. It is God's strength. It is his mercy, his love, his patience, his courage, his grace that give me the ability to try to seek to do good to everyone despite their actions. And it's not my own. You know, I feel like we're all living proof that God can get in a heart and stir things up and make it look more like his, even when it seemed impossible in certain situations. Um, I know you, you've experienced a lot of this yourself and you've seen God just crawl in that heart of yours and stir things up. And it doesn't mean that the pain goes away and the hurt goes away. And it doesn't mean that it makes it easier, but it does mean it. And you, you share as well. It makes it a little easier, easier, not easy. Mm -hmm. There's a distinction. Mm -hmm. Knowing and trusting God is in control and he will handle it. Yeah. Better than I will. Yeah. And that it's not doing me any good to to seek the vengeance and to repay the evil for evil. Although it does make me feel better sometimes. In fact, most recently, um, my son and I had a conversation. There was a neighborhood thing going on. And um, some, oh, anyway. Uh, oh, I can't even go into details. But anyway, my son was like, Mom, yeah, 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 yeah. You should post that. Why won't you say that? And I said, well, if I post this comment, and this was not on Facebook or Instagram, but if I post this comment, it will not change anything. It will not do any good. Mm -hmm. And it, I will post it only because I'm angry and to get a jab in. Yeah. And I said... But I am really angry. I'm going to do it anyway, but that's not why you should do it. <laughs> and I posted it, and then I deleted my account on that. Yeah, funny. I mean, and so I told him, I said, I, I, I don't mind the conflict and the conversation, but I'm not changing anything by posting this. I would rather sit down with this person and have them tell me this face-to-face -face and me tell them my side face-to-face. So we talk about these keyboard warriors, and but I did it anyway, and I and I literally said it out loud to him. So like, and I'm, then hit send, and then I hit send, and I was like, but this is not what you should do. You should not respond just because for those re for that reason. But I did, and so I'm still obviously failing sometimes. Well, you know, I think we all fail sometimes, but you just brought up a great point. You have to think: is it worth the conversation? Right. Face to face conversation, absolutely, but. There are some people, you could, you know, spell it out in every language uh -huh. possible. You could um, bake them a pie. Yeah. Um, they don't have any intention of changing. And write it in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, <laughs> they, they don't want to change. And no. So you have to consider your audience. And sometimes it's That's better right. to just, like, take that off your plate, give it to God, and let him handle it. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a time that... Um, uh, a few times, actually. There's a scripture <laughs> where it says, you know, pray for your enemies. And it's like um, heaping burning coals on their head. And so that's what I envisioned. Mm. Like as I prayed for them. Right. You know, God eventually changed my heart. So I prayed for them at a genuine heart. But, uh, you know, I always say if you show up, um, God will show off and he'll change your heart. Show up in obedience. God will change your heart. 
And um, so I think that's what the whole don't repay evil for evil, but seek to do good to one another and everyone. Does that mean that I go to uh, my nemesis's house with dinner? Probably not. Right. But you know what it means? Okay. It means I don't go spread my side of the story. Right. Doesn't matter. Or eggs on the car. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I may have done that a few times in my school. <laughs> but that's right. And I think um, that's a really interesting point you know sometimes it's those words again that we mm-hmm. talk about in doing good sometimes our doing good is just simply shutting up yeah and shutting things down and walking away and if some of y'all do that on facebook right now life would be easier i'm just mm-hmm. saying but I, I mean i really think does my input really have an impact if i have something great to add to this conversation and i think that person's going to listen we can have that conversation. Other than that, I'm gonna be that one, and you say, oh, you didn't say anything, so you must be at fault. You can think what you wanna think. But if you knew my heart, you would know differently. Right, and I think, too, thinking about the words that we do put out there, no matter where it, I mean, it could be a text, it could be an email, it could be something that you say, you know, to even your own children, or a close, you know, or your husband not just a stranger or somebody on social media, but think about the words that we say, because I feel as if, you know, words are weapons. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, um, when you say something hurtful to someone, it's as if you are sticking a nail in a piece of wood, okay? Now, when you say, I'm sorry, if you go back and you apologize and you say you're sorry and you try to resolve things it's like you remove the nail but if you'll notice there's still a hole left in the wood Mm -hmm. from where the nail was so with each thing with each damaging word that we throw out there we are even if we apologize and go back we're still leaving damage even though you remove the nail the holes are still there and a person can only take so much of that, you know? Yeah. And so we, we need to be held accountable for what we say. You know, I love um, these words. This is actually Thessalonians 2, 16 and 17, and it's in Second Thessalonians. It says, Now may the Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort, eternal, not just today, eternal comfort and a wonderful hope comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say. Mm, I, I love those words. And, you know, I think if we spent more time in the Bible, we'd feel less obligated to engage with, you know, some of the hate stuff that's going on out there right now. But um, when you and I have words, um, it's personal, right? But when I respond in anger, it now becomes a God thing. Mm-hmm. Now, now I have to go to God for forgiveness because I'm responsible for the way I responded to you. Right. I'm supposed to respond as a child of God, and a child of God does not respond with anything that would create fear in somebody. Right. Um, my tendency is to... Um, I want people to understand I will hurt you like I really for a very long time like I work out a lot because I want people to think 
I probably won't mess with her because she could probably hurt me. I like that. Okay. <laughs> but the reason I like that is because I had a very terrible childhood where I was the smallest person all the time. And so I was the target. So I thought, let's make the target a little bit stronger. Gotcha. Right. But the truth is, if I'm doing anything that invokes fear in somebody else, fear is not from God. So who am I to invoke fear in someone else? Is that being God? No. Is that doing what God has asked us to do? Right. Right. And so um, I find myself apologizing a lot for that kind of stuff. Um, I have a pretty sharp tongue. I could bring people to tears pretty quickly, but there's Jesus. And so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's really good I didn't know you back then. You might have made me cry a lot. I probably definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just because it was me and right. I, like that was my protection. Yeah. Was to shut people down with my harsh words, scare them so they never came back. So that you were safe. I was safe. And I think this is really a great point because so often we take things so personally when people respond to us. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I would, you would have made me cry. But now if I, that was me then too. And so now when a situation like that comes up, as we've mentioned before, we think, where is this person coming from? Mm -hmm. When someone responds to us in a certain way or talks about us or does something usually it's really not about us this is what I tell my kids it's really about them and so not that that makes it easier but sometimes it helps us it helps and it doesn't make it right but it helps you understand it a little bit more and not everyone is in the same place that we are you know oh absolutely and you know I think that comes from seeing someone else's perspective and, you know, most people that we come in contact with that we have these interactions with, we know 5% of them. Right. Well, like, we don't know anything about them. You listening, hardly any of you know anything about me. Right. Right. And so if you were to see me on the road, you know a little bit just from hearing me on podcasts, but if you were to see me on the road and we interacted in a store or whatnot, you have no idea the context. Mm-hmm. It's just fascinating. And we assume things about people. People yeah. look at me and they assume things. Absolutely. And if you have not taken the time to get to know me, right? there's a lot of things that you don't know about me where I'm coming from. You know, and that's the same with everyone. We just look at their outside, we see their words, and we make judgments. So I'm not going to lie. I was, you know, driving over here, and my niece is with us right now. And I said, hey, I just want you to know we're going to go to Allison's house. When you first meet her, you're going to think she is the most perfect, well put together. Everything is great in her world, and she you know, she must not be very, she must be very shallow because she's just perfect. She has no problems. And I said, I want you to know she is one of the most gracious and um, God loving people with one of the amazing hearts that you will ever see. And you're going to see that when you get to know her. And it's because she comes from a place where all the people that look like you have been hard to her and they are very shallow and they judge her. And so I wanted her to know She's going to remind you of those people, but she's nothing like it because not only isn't she in the Word of God, but she lives it out every single day. And when we were leaving, leaving, she said, because, you know, we came here the other day. She said, you know, um, everything you said was true. She said, I thought, oh, she's going to think X, Y, Z about me, right? And she's so well fit together and so perfect, but I could see her heart. And it was like, had I not prefaced that, you know? So, you know, maybe don't, be so quick to hit send. Know that everybody's walking through a struggle. Yeah. And there is so much more to every single person you see. So much more. And um, and it really does take leaning on the board to uh, 
continue to do good to everyone. Oh, everyone. We'll get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being with us this week. We look forward to you with you next week. Awesome.